going on, Vile File listeners? What, was it too much again? <laughs> it's always a surprise to me. I, I always why. have a panic right in the beginning. <laughs> okay, that's what it is. Uh, and, then, uh, and then I project it out into the world. How is everyone doing? I hope wonderful. Happy hump day for those of you tuning in at the appropriate time. Mm-hmm. Happy uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday, if it is any other day. Uh, Rochelle, how are you doing? Um, it's been a week, but you know, everyone has. has those. Why has it been a week? Uh, it's, I, I don't I totaled my car. I'll be honest. You what? I told my car and then I had to get a new car and I hate buying cars and like recently. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. Why don't you share this? I was like, you know, when you're just kind of in a state of shock and you're like, uh, and, and I also, I just felt like a loser and were you in the you felt like were you in the car you, you were in a car accident yes 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 <laughs> Good i wasn't planning on sharing that but if i seemed off last you're week, okay that's why yeah yeah I'm totally didn't okay. you recently have yeah I, a guy a... ran a red light and and ran into four cars and my car got told in january so that's why i was especially like are you kidding me but and this time <sighs> i'm sorry i know you okay? You seem fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Physically That's what I'm like, fine. just grateful to be alive. <laughs> and now you have to get another car? I got one. I got one last yeah, week. Yeah. Insurance cover this? Yes, yes, Great. yes, yes, yes. Well, that's... It always wow. could be... I, uh, I'm really sorry about your, your car. Oh, thank you. It's just life, you know? Life throws life? you curveballs. Life is... You know what? I almost tweeted that yesterday on Mental Health Day. Life is hard. <laughs> hard yeah even though we have blessed lives and yes. in the grand scheme of things exactly. for the people far less fortunate of perspective, perspective yeah it uh life can get you down yeah you know i uh if if i can just be fine that's a win <laughs> how are you doing i'm fine <laughs> what I'm fine. what are you dating what's going on there sure yeah i'm active yeah got a couple uh stokes in the fire I wouldn't say a couple, but you know, I'm active. Um, uh, it's a, uh, I'm per, yeah, what is it? Yeah, I'm active. I have a healthy, I thought about, you know what? What? I, I have, uh, I'm having mutually beneficial experiences. Oh, okay. And how did you, how did you define that with the other people? Well, are you, are, are, do you feel benefited by this experience? <laughs> Wait, you mean Same. like friends with benefits? I'm, I'm just saying I'm having a mutually beneficial experience. What does that mean? <laughs> I know, right? So you're being very cryptic. I know. It's fun. Okay. We All talk right. about being a little bit cryptic with our love lives with our wonderful guest, yes, Becca Tilly. we definitely do. In this episode. Uh, another home run episode, if I don't say so myself, I what, feel like. What a sweetheart. What a sweetheart. It's another, it's another easy listen. Yes, you know? exactly. Uh, Becca's a wonderful person. We have become friends over the years. Um, and, and I think she's just a uh, a person uh, who is obviously wonderful and sweet and, and successful. And mm-hmm. she's done a lot with uh, what she, uh, she's been given to her. So many people in the world uh, waste opportunities, I yes. think, in life. And, and Becca's done a good job of... of uh, not only wasting her opportunity, but expanding it and growing it. And uh, it's always fun to hear not, her not story. Not wasting. Not, not wasting it. But also not coming off as like fame hungry. And she does a really good job with that. Yeah. Like you don't feel like she's selling out. She's time. very thoughtful in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, 
sometimes it's a difficult too balance. thoughtful. Too she, thoughtful. She will admit. Um, yeah, she's just a wonderful, just lighthearted person, and I ha- I enjoyed uh, having a chat with her. Mm-hmm. And I hope you guys enjoy listening mm-hmm. to said chat. Anything else we need to get off our chest well, between I mean, you and I? Between you and <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> I'm slightly offended that you were in a car accident and I didn't hear about I it. I didn't really tell anyone. I was just like. Why do you do that? You don't want to str- burden the world with your problems? I just talked to my therapist about it. Like I kind of feel like I have to f- do everything on my own and, yeah, and it's yeah. not sustainable. <laughs> it's not. Not. What else? You were going to say something. Oh, just if you have it in your heart to donate to the Cystic Fibrosis oh. Foundation, we're so close to our goal. Save Rochelle's sister's life and all the other people suffering from this terrible disease of cystic fibrosis. Yes. Also, don't let me down because I promised them I would raise $5,000. Yeah, and you're going to make Nick look real bad. It's yeah. real embarrassing. He's in like fifth place on can't, the leaderboard. I can't tell if my listeners want me to look bad. No, I'm just kidding. I love you guys. I love you guys. Pandering for your love. Uh, anyways, yes. Uh, as always, uh, we are raising money for cystic virus. Finding your heart to donate a dollar or two or three or five or 20. But anyways, I, I still think if you all listening right now, go to our show bio notes. show notes and click on that and donate a dollar. PayPal, I'm assuming. Yeah. For all of these with PayPal, one dollar. Mm-hmm. Boom, we're there. We did it. You like that? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening, guys. As always, don't forget to rate us five stars. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode with my lovely friend, Becca Tilly. So much great stuff into the Miley Cyrus controversy. Mm, yeah. Uh, did we shade Miley in this episode or not? No, Can't not tell. at all. Not at all. We love Miley Cyrus. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoy this. Coming up next, Becca. Becca Tilly, everybody. Welcome to the show. Is that my intro? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just saw a an intimidating article about me starting controversy. And the picture that was chosen for you. You look... I wouldn't want to mess with that young lady. I look so... You look... Fierce. Strong. Fierce. Yeah. <laughs> you look like from, a high-powered lawyer. It's yeah. from like three years ago. Is it really? Yeah. Huh. Not a... I mean, you know, it could be worse. I've seen worse of myself. I got to say, I don't know. I've never seen a bad picture of you. Oh, my God. Go to Getty Image. Don't do this right Next. now. Yeah, Getty, Getty. Getty isn't, isn't Getty the worst? Getty? It's like, oh, God. This is... Causes like... I really feel like I have an honest representation of myself on my Instagram, and yet when I go to Getty or g- well, <laughs> Google... Why would you go to Getty? Just, <laughs> just to feel bad? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I just need to be brought back down to earth. Well, it's just like, these are all professional photos. How are they taking the worst photos? Is it them, Nick, or is it us? This has really started off in a very vanity (laughs) episode. But for the people at home, this is what the article says. Caitlin Carter's friend Becca Tilly has some thoughts about Miley Cyrus being so public with Cody Simpson. <laughs> the, the, the word thoughts. What did you say? And the, I, I actually know a little bit about this. This Cody Simpson guy. Yeah. He's a young surfer Australian guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, sexy. And she's what? She's just getting a little Australian she, youth love. Yeah. And basically what happened is Tanya, my best friend and podcast co-host, um, was saying that, you know, she was proud that Miley was standing up for herself being like, you know, if a guy were to get out of a relationship and started dating a bunch of girls, no one would question it. But because mm. I'm a girl, I get slut shamed. I saw that. And I actually thought about that 
And I don't know if I totally agree. No, it's true. It really is true. And I wasn't disagreeing with that. But I was saying she's putting all this stuff on her Instagram. It brings people when you're that massive, like when you have that much of a following, of course, people are going to weigh in on it. No, I get that. But you don't think and I I definitely think slut shaming is not equal with the sexes Uh for sure i'm not not saying that but if a public figure a guy Mm -hmm. got out of a marriage and then immediately started dating publicly another guy you don't think there would be comments about him being kind of like the like he's a man whore or he's just like oh my god like i don't think people would not make comments there's people are always going to make comments and that was my point like when you put it out there people even if it's like okay this isn't fair it shouldn't be this way and she stood up for herself it's still gonna get a reaction because people can't not share their opinion that's what i kind of when when it came out that was my thought it's just like wait i don't understand if you want to go out and do this yeah go nuts that's fine yeah if you don't want people to have an opinion why are you being so public with it it, yeah, it's like which one is it? Yeah, like, you can't say you can't go out in the middle of the street and like streak on Hollywood Boulevard and then be like, wait, I want my privacy. <laughs> you know, like you you can't do that. And I'm not saying yeah. she's necessarily doing that, but she's seen she's obviously and rightfully and good for her. Right, saying this is me. This is what I want to do. And the thing is, it's like obviously there's if there's paparazzi photos or people taking photos and sending them into tabloids or whatever, she can't control that. But she does she's able to control what she posts and she's being public with it, which is fine. But it does bring in these people who follow her or follow, follow anyone who's in the public feel like I need to share my opinion on this. Like my opinion is so important, she needs to hear it. And as I'm friends with Caitlin Carter, I just was kind of like, this must be hard watching someone that you were, you know, with so publicly dating someone else. And so naturally, I felt like defensive in that sense. And then I didn't really want to get into it because it's none of my business. And I couldn't figure out how to retract like anything. So then the article, the quote under this tagline is, it's like, you know, there's photos everywhere, you know? That's the quote for me, which is so unintelligent. Now. You know, you know, you know, like, you know, how it is. You know like, you know, I, I say Anyways. like way too much. So, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> no, that was me uncomfortable. You know, it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that quote does sound like you're being very cautious about yeah. what, you, <laughs> what you I should couldn't, say. Like, I, it was one of those, like, I was in a hole trying to dig myself out and I couldn't. So. Let me ask you this. Now, your friend who you're defensive of you felt for her because there were these images of this Cody guy out there, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, oh, that sucks. We were just dating and, you know, the details. But yet those two were kind of doing the same thing after the marriage ad. Does does your friend, do you think, kind of self-reflect and be like, you know what, now I kind of get from her ex's, Liam's point of view of like, oh, maybe we were a little strong out of the gates even publicly there, or yeah. is that some, is there a balance there? Because it's kind of like, sometimes we do that in like yeah. relationships, we, in the moment, it feels good, and then we see, we don't, we, sometimes shit needs to happen to us, to, for us to have see the empathy, other side, I have yeah. empathy for someone other, else's point of view. Do you feel like Caitlin has that a little bit? I don't now? know. I never even, we never even really talked about that. And to be honest, I don't know enough details, not that I would share them anyway, but you know, it's just one of those things where I, I could feel what that would feel like, you know, being with someone and then seeing, and 
I mean, such a public person, you like see it. So I just, I don't, I'm literally, I hate controversy. So I'm like, Miley, date whoever you want. Be happy. Never thought we'd be talking about Miley Cyrus kicking. Well, I just, yeah, I think it's interesting because both of you guys are kind of private about your dating lives. Yeah, I don't. Maybe that's why you have strong feelings about it. Well, I guess it's a good point, Rochelle. It's that I, yes, I'm private in the sense that yeah, I I mean I am because I feel like I have I've, I don't know I feel I feel like I've talked about this on the show I feel like I have two choices when it comes to my dating life I can unless I'm in a like committed like this is my boyfriend girlfriend situation where we're dating like when you look at my social it basically looks like I've been alone for f- since Vanessa and I broke up yeah yeah like I'm just a lonely guy <laughs> yeah. who's never like. How are you the, still single? The, the scent of a woman in his room. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, and, or I have that choice. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, or I can look like a man whore. You know, in the sense that right. every girl I might like date, for, go on a couple dates with, or maybe hang out for a week or like whatever, you know, and if I would have scattered those people at, who, are, who are in my life on my social, yeah. like out of context posting about various women, it would just look like, I'm a whore. Yeah. And so I've chosen the former and that's why I'm fairly private that way. Cause it's like, well, you know, I haven't been in a relationship like the one you would blast on. Yeah. And I, I do feel like so many people come across as single, but it's like, you're not going to post a photo when you're going on dates here and there with yeah. like dating is like hot date tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go on the date. You're like, hold on. Don't, don't move click you just take a picture of them what are you doing oh no, just like gotta let people know i'm out there yeah <laughs> i'm dating i don't want people to know that i'm just sitting at home alone uh. no it's interesting like i've been in a relationship for a while now and yeah i still you know i talk about being in a relationship but i'm b- very private mm-hmm. about the details and who i'm in a relationship with but um I still like people will post on my photos like, how are you still single? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I get that 30 times a day. That's what I'm saying. It's always like any every post I have, oh my God, how are you still single? Heart emoji eyes. Because <laughs> I'm a total loser. I don't, what do you want me to say? Mine's more like, how are you still single? There must be something wrong. Yes. And I'm like, you know, first of all, I'm not. Right, so, but, right. Well, I mean, that's just kind of how how it is. I think that's and it's definitely more uh, middle America culture. I was I remember I remember Troy Aikman. He's a football player. For those of you who who don't know, he's retired. He's a Hall of Fame former quarterback for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. When I was growing up, I remember reading a Sports Illustrated article. And at the time, Troy was at the end of his football Mm -hmm. career, which means he was in his early to mid 30s. And the article was about him being single. Like it, it, not the article wasn't about him being single, but in the article, they talked about him being single. And I remember, and I was probably, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 at the time. I remember thinking. He's so old. Not even that, but it was like, (laughs) I wonder why he's single and what's wrong. Like, I remember that. It was just more like a, there must be a reason. There must be an explanation. Looking back, I'm thinking. What a brilliant man. The guy was a football player, chose to not like cheat, like have this like wife or girlfriend. Uh-huh. The guy probably had a ton of guilt-free sex, yeah. <laughs> retired, settled down in his mid-30s, and now he's got a family. Like what a brilliant man. Like what a I mean, yeah, he didn't have to deal with the the 
ladies that were yeah. on the side of his marriage or I mean, relationship. Yeah, so many athletes are like, you know, they'll 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 settle down and, and meet, marry like their high school or college sweetheart. Mm-hmm. They're like 24, 25. And then all of a sudden they become a star. Women are throwing themselves at mm-hmm. them. And you've heard, we've heard this, this stale, a story as old as time. Oh yeah. The, the athlete who cheats on his girlfriend or wife or whatever. Yeah. I'm not saying they all do, but it's, you know, it's a red it's just, flag. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I'm just like, if you're an athlete and you're you in thirties old for an athlete to re, like you retire, mm-hmm. like why wouldn't you all, why wouldn't they all be single in their 20s i don't understand i know and i feel like it's so common that athletes get married young it is right but don't you think there's something to be said for the support of a partner especially in the difficult field like that that? yes it's uh, yes that is the flip side of feeling like that one person you can trust the Mm -hmm. person who gets you you understand you as opposed to the all the other strangers who you don't trust (laughs) who are throwing yourselves out you but you do want to have sex with (laughs) oh my god i um i i'm from louisiana originally and i i thought i would be married with two kids by 25 same when 25 came around, I was like, wow. Did you freak out? Couldn't it be for, no. I, I was did. just, I was, kind, no, see, I was kind of like, oh, this was not, I, I think that was just what I thought I was supposed to do. You know, I had that realization of like, whoa, this was just uh, cultural, how I was raised and how everyone else did it. So I thought, oh, that's how I have to do it. Um, and so I didn't have that freak out moment. And then I made the wise decision to follow my heart and go on The Bachelor. Mm. <laughs> did you Fine. did you, you submit say- yourself did you audition? no my best friend um from high school nominated me oh yeah yeah becca becca tilly let's let's get to your uh, we'll indulge in the bachelor <laughs> journey of yours uh i always was slightly offended that you got no grief for being a two-time contestant and yet <sighs> Do you do you want to know why? Yeah. Because I mean I don't know if this is why, but <laughs> this is what I my theory. So I posted a tweet when Ben was announced as bachelor, mm-hmm. and it was something along the lines of Ben is what every twenty seven year old virgin named Becca is looking for. That was my claim and got to a lot fame. of traction. So much traction, and then. Uh, the producers called me like two weeks before and asked what I was doing for the fall. It was like Elon. He was like, what are you doing this fall? And I was like, I don't know why. He was like, you know why? And I said, I'll, I want to do it. Like I want to meet Ben, but I want to come on at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be a mid season entrance. No, you literally said, I don't want to do it. Nick did. I bet. It, I didn't say that, but that's what I was insinuating. Sure. Well, I mean, in fairness, like I, uh, we've we've heard this story obviously from me is that I like the reason I showed up late is because they called me after the season started. Yeah, and I like when this you know me and Caitlin that whole thing where I was like I'm not going to come and she would you know you should come I'm like there's no fucking way I'm going and it wasn't and, and that was when it was uh, 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 Caitlin and uh, what was her name the two t- the two bachelorettes Brett yeah so, yeah Brett so there was always a Bar- that was Hunger part of the games. Reason. That was part of the reason <laughs> where I was just like hoping they'd pick Brit. Oh, yeah. No. So, oh, you're saying they were they asked you to come before it was even started. For no, me. no, no. Caitlin and I like do were no, but Caitlin was like you should come on. Yeah, I mean, like we were talking plenty. Where like that yeah. clearly we talked about that, but like 
she was like she kind of said it like in a joking wanting to thing and i kind of said yeah that'd be fun but like again i had such a not awesome experience with andy it was just like i'm not doing that you know yeah. and 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 i've said this before honestly it wasn't until not to sound corny when i found out like they picked caitlin and i remember like i remember it vividly where i was just truly sad i was really bummed oh, yeah. i was like for three days just waiting to find out checking reality mm -hmm. steve and then i called and then it was caitlin and i called my dad and you know, i was just like well you know and then i'm watching the season go on and then that's when i got a phone call and that phone call happened because of paradise oh they were trying to get me to go on paradise and you were like i'm i'm into caitlin well i i cleverly was just like because i wasn't gonna ask and i was just like yeah. it's like i guess I, I think i've said this already but i was just like well you know if caitlin was your bachelorette i'd probably go to paradise you know and the next day i got a call from the same person um wait if caitlin was your bachelorette i you said if caitlin paradise wasn't before? i said oh, i was, was just like well if caitlin if you know if they had had they picked brit i would have gone to paradise implying oh. that maybe caitlin would go to paradise. Oh. oh it was like i basically planted that seed and the next day I got the call mm. and then I was like, fuck it. And that I was just kind of at that point mentally all in. Caitlin would have been fun to watch in paradise. Yeah, she would have thrived. Oh, that yeah. would have been good. Yeah. Been that was really, you know, there's some people like, like I would say myself, Demi, you know, mm -hmm. like their paradise is made for some people and, 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 and the bachelor world is made for other people yeah. where, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Caitlin would have absolutely thrived. Yeah. Did you ever go to paradise? I'm one of the people who would not have thrived in paradise. <laughs> you, you, you don't think so? No, but uh, to be honest, because the humidity and like bugs. <laughs> That's and what I was thinking. I would have just been so irritable that I would have looked like the worst person ever on paradise. Because I was just angry at the uh, surroundings, not about anyone else. Do you get eaten by bugs? I mean, enough that it's like, you know, yeah. I don't. Maybe that's why. I don't get eaten by bugs. <laughs> yeah, like humidity, I don't know. It made, it made my, my hair be kind of lusciously curly. <laughs> Your skin was dewy. I was. Like, yeah. I was like, it really, no, I did. really you, thrived yeah. down there. You really did. It was like, it gave you this new light of he should be the bachelor. <laughs> yeah, that's what it did. <laughs> truly. That's my, that's my best work. You have to wear a shirt. <laughs> my yeah. Best, yeah I don't my like, best work. It's my best work. Uh, the first time I met Becca was, and I didn't know this at the time, you knew you were going back on. It was at iHeartRadio. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when I, I don't know if you remember. Yeah, at the festival. I remember it. Was I remember that at the festival? It was at the festival. Yeah. And I always like, but Becca made a comment at me that made me kind of roll my eyes. And I was what? like, yeah. Oh God, what oh, did no. I, was I like, you know, like, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> We were, so I met Becca, and Becca, you, you knew you were, because you literally left for Ben's seasons right after four that. days later. Yeah. So wow. you, you definitely knew you were coming, and obviously you didn't tell anyone. Um, what and did I say? We were, so like, you know, we're, we, you, this group and everyone's seen the photos on, on social media of the iHeart Festival when Bachelor people go, and so I'm with the, the, the Bachelor group, and at this season, you know, Becca's there, I'm there, Josh Murray's there, uh, a few other people. And this was right after Caitlyn's season. So I'm, you know. Feeling good. No, I'm not. Actually heartbroken. I'm not, oh. no, <laughs> none of the, it's it's more like I'm just very recognizable. Like it's fr it's like a, maybe a month after Caitlyn's season. So like I'm you're, one of the more payday. recent. Was I'm, the iHeartRadio Festival your stagecoach? <laughs> no, I mean. Was I it? Not, was I it? Uh, I had sex with one person that weekend. 
but one, and it was not a part of Bachelor Nation. Nice. Um, it's great times. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> Uh, so what I'm saying is I was fresh off the season. Now, Josh, uh, didn't go on, on, on Caitlin's season. Obviously he was still coming off of Andy's breakup and then you were coming off of Chris's, but there's most. So anyways, when we're there, people were coming up to ask to take pictures. And I was getting asked a lot about people taking pictures of you and people were very nice. And Becca was watching it. And she goes, who would have thought people would like you all of a sudden? <laughs> and you didn't say it to be mean, but I was like. Nice to meet oh you too, my Becca. God, what? <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's, That's you, so I knew, rude. I know you no, didn't that's mean great. it. I know you didn't mean it to. You were literally just. It was like you were just having an a thought that you said out loud, <laughs> because like Becca was just like, "Well, this is Nick from Andy season, who like people don't like." <laughs> And I'm just getting a bunch of people like, Nick, can we have a picture? <laughs> and like, I could tell Josh at the time was just like super pissed off too, because like <laughs> he was the the hero of Andy season. And like, you know, a bunch of people would come up and it was they, more people were asking me. And most of it was to, had to do with the fact that I was more the most relevant coming off of Caitlyn season. And then you were like, wow, I'm so, what a horrible. I just think it's funny bird. you still remember that. It must have yeah. hit you. <laughs> oh, I remember. I was like, huh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, That's so awful. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you didn't mean it to. No. It was, Either way, how embarrassing. <laughs> never forget. Uh, but then you went on Ben's season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look at that first. That was that. It was yeah. maybe. It oh was my maybe, God. It was maybe 10 yeah. minutes before that, <laughs> which is like given like. Yeah. Your face. <laughs> okay. Your face, Nick. So I was saying, let's hold up the L for we're both losers. I thought that was like funny and self-deprecating. And so I thought he was holding up an L. Later I held, on, I, I held to, up a two. I go to Getty Images and I see that. But the, you look great in that photo. I look like a like a, just a turd. <laughs> like, why am I holding an L? I think I have a like movement watch on. Must have been the spawn. Uh, I wore that jacket on my uh, one-on-one date in Dublin with Caitlin. Wow. Memory. And that's when I was still, you see those beads? I, for some reason, thought beaded, Aldo beaded (laughs) bracelets were like the thing. Spiritual. I don't know why. And like on Andy's season, I did the scarves. I was, I don't know if you go, go, everyone wore scarves. I'm not like flexing here, but I'm the reason everyone wore scarves. No. Because I I was wearing scarves. You're not the reason. It's cold out. of scarves. I'm not, I'm not. On that season, <laughs> Christ, and I'm not proud of it. Like I, I would like I would wear the I had these scarves and I brought like two, right? We know. And I would and and when we were in Venice, everyone like, whoa, let's just buy scarves, and then everyone started wearing. Oh, they went them, out and bought them, and then it became like, and again in that show because the way they record it, like you can wear something a handful of times, and then when they air it, it looks like everyone's wearing it all the time. It was like the pink jacket of yeah, hands. yeah. So then. And then I remember watching it being, well, this was stupid. And then for some reason, I didn't learn my lesson going back on Caitlyn's season. It's like, no, 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 not scarves, beads, beads seated <laughs> bracelets. And now you're the chain guy, so. Uh, they, yeah, well, I, now and then. But no. <laughs> I would, what I would do, what I will say is I would never do that on a, on the, a Bachelor show is wear a chain. Mm. I've learned that you don't take fashion. That's not the place to take fashion risks. What kind of chain are we talking about? I like I I like a, a oh, an occasional a wallet chain. wallet chain. Oh, a wallet chain. I've been sporting that now and then. I like a good wallet chain. Yeah. The thing with Bachelor though, like I go back and watch episodes, and I'm like, oh, that outfit is so heinous. For, like for what? you or 
anyone else. Me. No. I'm She's pulling Googling. Up. <laughs> uh, I'm be careful what I say. She has a tablet right in her How it, 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 yeah, fashion moves fast. I, it does. And like, I remember thinking everyone on that season, I was like, God, they're, everyone's dressed so well. And I went back and watched an episode and I was like, oof. Look at, oh, and then on my, the one in the orange shirt, I have, I have sweat stains on my armpit. They oh didn't even get those out. <laughs> is that not so rude? Oh, wow. And I literally. Wait, that's your like bachelor profile? Yeah, and I'm not even trying to like, I only sweat under my armpits when I'm like nervous. Yeah. So naturally it's like our biopic. I was nervous. They could. Yeah. I they almost totally died when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> you still look really good. It's certainly not as bad as mine, which was so bad of a photo <laughs> that now that like me, people will speak to my glow up. There'll be comments of like, there are some people like when they compare the old, that one first photo to like me now uh-huh. is like facial reconstruction of like, you, I mean, to be honest, yeah, you really sure. But part of but, it is, some of it is a beard, a new haircut, and like a tan. Literally, that's all it is. And it's just also a particularly bad photo versus Why? the photos I choose to put on my social, which is still look like me and not augmented, but it's still <laughs> my favorite. It's like the best photo I took no. out of seven. The biopics are <laughs> E, seven D. Like 7D. even Tyler Cameron looked horrible in his biopic. Like they so, have bad photographers. They do it. I don't know why they do it. I remember seeing Hannah's uh, like guys on their biopics, and I was like, this might be the worst looking like season of guys. And I literally think she had one of the best, best looking. looking. I think I think Caitlyn's season and I think Hannah's were like hottest. Yeah, JoJo's. Ooh. Jojo had some actually I would disagree Jojo had some great looking guys their personalities not maybe so much but like if you're just look looking for some pretty men mm-hmm. I mean Chase is a good looking dude oh yeah you yeah know? no jo- Luke is a good I looking mean, guy there's always I'm just I was just saying like how bad those biopics yeah the, be. yeah oh they're terrible they're terrible even for the girls it's like you see them on the show and they're like speaking and like you're you can see their personality you're like oh she that her picture did not do her justice for questions that annoy you the most i imagine having been in similar situations do you get asked uh who you liked more chris or ben all the time yeah but it's kind of easy for me to answer that because when I went on Chris's season, I I didn't watch the the show like regularly or mm-hmm. loyally, so I didn't I didn't know much about Chris other than he was a farmer and everyone loved him. So when I went on his season, it was kind of like, why not? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. let's go see what happens. And the normal kind of experience. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ben's season, I like specifically went and I cried on Ben's. He you know he made me cry. So you were more heartbroken when Ben sent you home than being the runner-up. Yeah, because Chris. well, because going into when I got dumped by Chris um, in the barn in Iowa, in the barn, um, I knew freezing cold barn. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was like you could see our breath. But going into that day, I knew that he, it wasn't going to be me because I knew they wanted a proposal. I told him that I wouldn't say yes to a proposal and I just like had this feeling and so when he broke up with me I wasn't like oh my god. When when uh, when you told Chris you didn't want a proposal were you told you, Chris or the producers? Chris. Did I'm you, shocked that they didn't hear. There were cameras right in our face. We were mic'd. Did you are you were you but you were probably also 
glad nothing against Chris, but you were probably like, Hey, he's a nice guy, but I don't even know. I don't want to get a proposal, but was it fair to say you're like, how do I try? You were pretty clear. They did air. I live in San Diego and I kind of like it. Right. Imagine Chris being like, Oh no, I'm picking you. And like, if it was the Colton thing, right? Like Colton's like, Hey, well you're, you're it. You know, if 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 Colton pulled at Chris and was like, I don't care. I I don't care. I want to date you. What do you think you would have done? I mean, I would have, I would have tried, but because then Chris ended up coming to LA and was on Dancing with the Stars. Mm -hmm. So I think it would have like, at least that part would have been easy. So we could have at least spent time together. Cause I, I just remember being at the end being like, I don't even know him. Like Mm. I've spent so little time with him (laughs) and like, I couldn't because, you know, you watch the show, you hear about it and you're like, well, eight weeks, if you're like spending a lot of time with someone, some people know within like the first date, I think I spent like a total of 48 hours with him. Like, I could not imagine. Oh, that's I think that's being generous, generous, 48, 48 total hours, like all together. Yeah, dates no way. Not 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 even close. Yeah. Right. I think it's so funny. Because like, what is yeah. a one-on-one date? Tops is maybe Six. five hours. But with, are you taking away the ITM interview? I'm talking about just actual time yeah. together and in each other's presence. So like a, so maybe like two and a half, three hours in the morning part of the day, the mm-hmm. day portion, and then another two and a half. So like five hours tops. So you yeah. get. So that's five. You get maybe three one-on-ones if you're in a finale. So that's 15 hours, 20 hours. Then your overnight date is another... I mean, really? No way it's 48 hours. (laughs) I'm telling you. So I remember being at the end like, people get engaged? How do they say yes to marriage? Like a vow to or, you know, proposal to get married. Um, But... You guys oh, didn't yeah. consummate in the fantasy suite. No, I was. That was my storyline. I was a virgin. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just. You, we, yeah, we, that was not where. Go. Surprise! I lied. <laughs> I didn't, um, you know, save myself for that long to consummate it with a man I knew for. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. That would be a weird place to <laughs> lose your virginity. I'm like, listen. I know you might be sleeping with. I know you may have slept with someone last night, and I know you might be sleeping with someone tomorrow night, but. This feels like my moment, my time to shine. So, yeah. And then Ben sends you home. Actually, I do remember actually running into you at another event after Ben sent you home. And I do remember you actually told me that you were really, you were like, Nick, I'm really. And I think you kind of referred to like my experience with Caitlin. You Mm -hmm. were just like, I was really crushed. Yeah, that one, it hurt. It, It like hurt my feelings, which is so sad to say, you know, but that was my feeling of like, oh, is that because you were more vulnerable, you feel like? I think so. I think I just was, I think my feelings were stronger for him. And so, and I I knew that he was, like I could see his relationships with some of the other girls. And I was like, I know he's not as into me mm-hmm. as those other girls. Mm-hmm. Well, on that point, like I've always kind of said, like with, with, with Caitlin, I get asked the same question. It's it's not, a, you know, I, I, I care for Andy and Caitlin mm-hmm. in the context of that world. It's hard for me to like yeah. say which one I liked more. But with Caitlyn, it was incredibly different because it was, in fact, for the girl. I I did go for yeah. Caitlyn. That's why yeah. I went. It went because I really, mm-hmm. in that moment, liked her. Yeah. And if it was anyone else, there's, I would never have gone. I would have been a one hit wonder. If it, if <laughs> we it weren't, if it weren't for my if infatuation with yeah. Caitlyn at the time, I would never would have gone back on. I never would have done Paradise. I would have just sold software. Wouldn't forever. have done a Charmin commercial together. I would not have done. Twos. Oh, that was a great. 
commercial. I loved that. Thank you. We take great pride in our creativity <laughs> with our ball movements. Did you guys really write that yourselves? Yeah. Yeah. We just we just like talked about being number twos and such. <laughs> That's awesome. And then writing it is like uh, Becca kind of came up with the original idea and then I kind of came up with the like, well, here's what I think we should talk mm-hmm. about. And then we just kind of rifted and then we just rifted for about 15, 20 minutes rifted it's is funny though rift? it's funny rift. because nick is like a you he's like a professional in the sense of like he would just like go start talking and he'd be like all right let's do it again and i was just kind of like following his lead because <laughs> i have no experience in like improv like that so i was like so it was their idea of you guys were number twos they yeah. had the original idea of just playing off the concept of runner-ups number yes. two yes. and then what you know yeah. taking a shit means <laughs> Um, and the, from that point, we really tried to hone in on, um, yeah, on on it, so to speak. <laughs> on shit. <laughs> Sp- speaking of Be- Becca, I've always you've done such a good job of people in Bachelor Nation. Uh, so many of us constantly, it's this balance of of staying connected to the franchise in ways, but also trying to separate ourselves and follow our own dreams in which you've Mm -hmm. done such a a good job. I mean, you did go back on twice, but it's been such a long time Mm -hmm. since you've been on the show and yet you are having a a, a bunch of success. And I know we'll get into your fashion line that you just launched, which is very exciting. But even before that, you've been doing a bunch of other things. And why do you think that is that you've been so successful? Um, I guess in your longevity, which is you've done in a, you've had a very different path you've done more than I guess maybe is meant. You, you could argue that more than anyone in bachelor nation, you have stayed quote unquote relevant and been successful in your career without relying so much on bachelor nation. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's a very big compliment. Um, I think I, I mean, I don't know how to answer that question cause I hate talking about myself or any like success or anything. <laughs> Um, but when I think I had a, I feel like you could probably attest to this too, but when we went on the show, social media was just Mm -hmm. having a moment. So right when, after Christmas season, I, I just had a bunch of new followers. Like that was the only change in my life. Yeah. And people would like want to talk about the show, but everything else is back to it. It was just kind of a, it was like neat. That was was like, cool people. Like I have a lot of people that care about my weekend activities. So um after and so then after Ben season it was kind of like some companies reached out and I was like oh my god like I'm getting paid to I'm getting free stuff and all I have to do is post a photo like I've really become jaded and mm-hmm. like the years of how that works but um I like just went back to my normal life it wasn't I was very happy doing what I, I was I worked for a chiropractor I like loved my friends I was in San Diego I had like a great life and um I met Robert, who ended up being my boyfriend, but at the time we were just friends and he Mm -hmm. had an agency and he was kind of like, hey, if you want to do like brand um, collaborations, you could, you know, make a living off of this. So um, I decided to move up to L.A. and I still had no idea. I was like doing flat tummy tea things I was getting destroyed for those um and I kind of was like what am I doing how do what how is this gonna last is this just a moment in my life and then I can go back to how things were um and I met my manager who's also my best friend Allie Grant and um she kind of just helped steer me in a direction where I was able to do what I wanted to do without like selling out to 
you know, the social media world, you know, like I was able to have, I could focus on what I wanted to do and say no to things I didn't want to do. And I think people have just stuck with me because we, I, they connected to me for whatever reason. And, um, now I have a podcast with my best friend and excuse me, we have like, I would say the best listeners, like the most encouraging, Aww. supportive. Like I did an event last night for my line with Macy's and I would say 90% of the people, it was like a huge crowd. I was shocked. Like I thought I was going to be talking to like five people and I was shocked at how many people came out of our listeners just to support, you know, Aww. what I do. So um, I don't know. I think people just connected to me at that time and they've just stayed with me and now you have your fashion line and now i have my fashion line want to plug it yeah (laughs) tell us about it i mean it's pretty cool like it's it's not uh it's certainly not nothing it's not some like it's it's with a macy's yeah obviously a big well-known brand yeah i think um the fashion world kind of intimidates me a little bit and so many people have done collaborations and lines and I kind of just put it on the back burner because I didn't know. I was like, where do I begin? How do I start this? Do I partner with someone? Do I do mm-hmm. it myself? But and, you had wanted to do it for a while. Yeah, but always was kind of, it was one of those things like I want to do it, but I might never do it mm-hmm. because I'm scared. Um, and so Macy's approached me last year right before Christmas and said that they want to do a collaboration with their their line, Bar 3. They kind of wanted to do a rebrand and have someone come in and design a line. And I went to New York and... Um, I designed everything myself. Like I got to choose everything. It was not like, here's your options. Which one do you want? It was like, let's create something out of nothing. So that's really cool. Yeah. So it was really fun. And um, it's on Macy's. The sizes are extra, extra small to extra, extra large. And the price point is $39.50 to $129. So affordable. So reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Are awesome. you wearing it right my now? My sweater is, is <gasps> so not cute. I almost didn't wear it. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Opportunities here. The, come on. <laughs> um, that's super exciting. Yeah. So um, thanks for letting me talk about it. No, my pleasure. <laughs> anything else about the line that like, I mean, I think it's really, I didn't realize that you, you know, starting it from scratch. I wouldn't yeah. have thought that. I would have thought that they would have been like, all right. You know, I know which of these ten things yeah. you like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, fun. like here are your options. But you really got to design, mm-hmm. and and having done that, I've talked a lot about this on the show about so many things are intimidating for us, mm-hmm. um, and yet, you know, listen, to be successful takes hard work and all those things. But when it comes to sometimes doing things that intimidate us. Mm-hmm. They usually, once we just start it and go for it, aren't as complicated as we originally thought. And when we, after we get done doing it, you look back and yeah, it probably took a lot of work mm-hmm. and there were some intimidating moments, but like you were capable of doing yeah. it. And it's almost kind of like, why didn't I tackle this before? Um, and it's always this kind of reminder that the things that it, we, we often just avoid the things that intimidate us because like, I, I could never do that. And we just go. I am like the ultimate avoider of things that intimidate me. Do you think now that you've done this, there's more things to come for Becca Tilly? Maybe not necessarily in the fashion world, but even your personal life of like when things intimidate you. Will you remember this moment of, well, if I could do that, I could do this? No, probably. I think it's ingrained in me to be intimidated and avoid things forever. Really? So normal. I know. I no, think I it's just like... well, get it's, that it's normal, but like these moments of like, oh, I started a fashion. Yeah. Well, I had, I mean, I worked with the production company. I had so much guidance. I think if anything, I'll realize 
there are people that are willing to help you. And I yeah. think a lot of times you you feel like, oh my gosh, I have to do this on my own. But being in this like world and talking to different people, th- people are so willing to give advice and help out and like share their sources and they who they be work heard. with. Yeah. Because so few people are listening to take advice. I know. You know? And so um, it's interesting I've figured out that I don't, I feel like I have to carry it all on my, my shoulders. And it's not like that at all. Like there's so many people who want to help and support. And, um, so if anything, I feel like that's what I've learned, but yeah, I'm just, I, I don't like controversy. I don't like anything that intimidates me. I, I can be very like, (laughs) I get like Does that I think bug it's you? how I was raised. Do you like that about yourself or do you not like no. that about yourself? No. I in a, in a way I like it about myself cuz I I don't in general don't like even seeing controversy. I don't like when people go like politics really just scares me because the way people talk to each other is mm-hmm. so mean and hateful instead of just it being a conversation. Um but I think just how I was raised it was like you know, sometimes you just sweep it under the rug and move forward you know I think it's like a I don't know if it's a southern thing or what but it's kind of like um don't try and my my whole thing is like making sure everyone feels kindness and I never want anyone to feel uncomfortable around me if that makes sense so um I think my way of doing that is just avoiding confrontation but really I kind of wish I could be a little more assertive Interesting, because when you describe it, I mean, I'm, we're obviously very opposite <laughs> yes. in that regard. Um, we, uh, when you when you do that, do you feel like spending so much time making sure everyone's okay? Obviously, sounds so noble and generous and empathetic. Exhausting. But yes, it sounds like are you starving your own personal needs, and like, like everyone else is fine, but I am freaking out inside. You know, like I could only imagine. And I feel that way, and I still don't do that. <laughs> I don't freak out. Like, I am weirdly level 99% of my life. It's so weird. Like, I feel like maybe I should see someone about it. Because you're so emotionally stable. Yeah, I'm just so stable. It feels off, you know? So, wait, yesterday... <laughs> yes- Something feels weird. Yesterday uh, uh, was... Uh, national mental health day on the internet oh yeah which i found to be ironic given how much the internet yeah, causes mental, mental health, health problems yeah. uh you feel like uh, generally you're uh, you're fine you're uh, you don't you don't anxiety all the things that we talk about mental health uh, yeah you're like you're you're almost surprised by like i'm good yeah i mean i think if anything has ever caused any sort of instability in my mind it is social media and so I know when that when I get into that place, because it's not me, I'm like, I need to put my phone down and take a break because this is so dumb that I'm letting this little device. So cause. you're good at kind of self-policing yourself in terms I'm, of like, I'm, I'm I please others. I please myself, Nick. I just no, I'm but, here to but get. even like no policing, <laughs> policing yourself. Not, I mean, policing, policing. Oh, please. I don't enunciate. <laughs> Becca, this is a big problem. But like I sometimes. Sometimes I sometimes don't. I'll have the self-awareness to be like, what you're doing, Nick, is terrible <laughs> yeah. for you. And I'll be like, eh, okay, I'll still keep doing it. You know, like, I don't know if I just enjoy pain mm-hmm. or I'm a sucker for punishment, mm-hmm. but I sometimes have a bad habit of <clears throat> of actually stopping the action that's causing uh, anxiety. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people, 
I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. But no, I, um, yeah, I, it is though. I do have those moments where I'm like, wow, I'm giving so much energy, making sure everyone around me is so happy that I am. Have I done anything for my, like, is any of this good for me? Or like, am I doing anything that's like pleasing myself? But then there's like that fine line of being selfish and being selfless. And it I that's really where I get in my head. I'm like, if I do this for me, am I being selfish or am I be is this healthy? You know? I, I think our superpowers are also our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And I think your superpower is being kind and good. And that's why you have such kind and good listeners, you know, and people love you because of who you are. So it's probably why you also struggle then of taking time for yourself but yeah i totally believe superpowers that. and like what's my superpower and weakness rochelle <laughs> you've never brought that up that's, that's such an interesting i like that yeah what's your superpower what? i think maybe your superpower is you are very like focused on your goal which also could be your weakness of you get an- anxious and you like you said you squeeze things too tight and they die yeah but you are very like if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it right which is great i oh, am yeah. You know what's so funny? Um, out of all, I mean, this is going to come across like my first comment I ever said to you when we met. Here we go. Not, <laughs> I'm ending I'm, it. Uh, I'm out of this over. leather chair. I'm starting I'm like, over. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so funny. I was just, that was like my intro, but it was an unnecessary intro. Out of all the people that I know in the Bachelor world, my friends are the most like, Nick is so hot. <laughs> Can you please set me up with him? And I'm like, and Becca's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Not Dean? <laughs> no, it's I'm, you know, Dean's really hot. We, I love Dean, but you know, I think people are aware of like his, um, you know, his. He's very aware of his emotional attachment issues and commitment issues. So, I think people are intimidated by that i'm a slow burn but thank you for saying no it's so true though like and i remember reading charlene's post birthday post about you how like out of all the people she's ever with you like when you walk by it's the most people are like so curious about it's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me charlene's (laughs) Charlene's i know it's so nice she was i i think for me i i was actually having um this conversation with my friend Rachel Bilson. Wait, before Your friend. you go, I know, wait, hold on. What? I went to this event last weekend. Yeah. I see her. Yeah. I like just naturally was like, hey, she I've never met me. her. She told me she saw you. Oh. And then as I'm saying, hey, it's like coming out, I'm like, we don't know each other. Like, I know her, but she does not know me. And she, I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I just feel like I know you. And she's like, no, I feel the same way. And I was like, oh, wow. She's truly the nicest person. She was so nice. Yeah. We were having this conversation and I said to her. It's SH. And I I do. I I think sometimes I, uh, I, I I find that there's very few people in this world that I feel like people really get me. Mm -hmm. I I don't feel like, you know, uh, people will call me mysterious and that's mm-hmm. not like in a dating situation it kind of feels like a compliment like Ooh, you're mysterious yeah, yeah. or other people like will react certain ways and that has been beneficial to me in other ways but on the flip side of that coin sometimes i just feel like very few people don't really get me mm-hmm. i don't feel like i connect with mm-hmm. people uh i told 
right? So like, I think sometimes my brain just works differently than a lot of people. And there I feel like I have to explain myself. Uh, interesting enough, we were with some of her friends that, that night and we were having, and it was just a great conversation with people. And, and, uh, and I said this to her friend and her friend was just like, Oh, that's really interesting. My, you remind me of my son that way. Fast forward like an hour later, uh, she asked me, her friend asked me a question and I made some comment and I, and, and she was offended and she like yelled at me. Her friend was like, oh stop God. being a dick. And I'm like, I'm what? I'm not, I'm not, you know? And it was just how I came across. Uh -huh. It was like, I'm, I can easily be dismissive without, and I was ex literally explaining. I'm like, I just have this ability. I'm not trying. I will say something in a way that people will read and feel intimidated by or whatever. I'm not even trying to be. I'm usually in my head and literally fast forward 45 minutes later, it literally <laughs> like showed itself. Yeah. Anyways, Charlene to that point, I has always been a friend that I just always could be myself around because I, she always got me. And even at my worst, she could understand those reasonings yeah. for it. It wasn't in a judgmental way. She could say, she could point something out that I was doing or doing wrong, but it was never in a way that she couldn't process. Mm -hmm. you and didn't, Yeah, you didn't trigger her maybe. It didn't trigger yeah. her, right? Mm -hmm. So I do, yeah. I trigger people. Yes, And And oftentimes when I trigger people, I don't, I'm not trying to trigger mm -hmm. people. And then I'm responding to that. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I will get anxiety about like, oh, it would be exhausting for me, but like, oh, mm -hmm. God, I did it again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, it's funny, though, because Charlene is one of my friends, too, and she, like, champions you. Like, she loves you, and she speaks so highly of you, and I just thought that post was so nice. She was she was very, very sweet. That is um, We'll have to... We'll, we'll yeah, have we Charlene. Have, yeah. We'll have her on. Uh, but, yeah, it's interesting, because I remember when I first had, like, a conversation with you, I was like we don't connect <laughs> like you know i i'm like he is not interested in talking to me and like i don't know what to talk to him about like i literally was just kind of like i felt stressed because i couldn't i didn't feel like the conversation was enjoyable when, for when, you when was that i, I don't do, know I'm i know thinking about i know i give that feeling i i know i give that feeling off often and i don't remember like and it's not i don't know again it's it's definitely helped me and it's definitely hurt me at the same Did, time. Oh. Have you always been like, like, is this your personality or has it happened with, I know I'm just asking, <laughs> I'm saying like the anxiety of feeling like you have to explain yourself or like. My whole life. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That's, you know, when, do you, that's a good question. Do you have, we sometimes, uh, as, as people who have been on Bachelor Nation, uh, I get very defensive about the, oh my God, TV's changed you, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm, I think my last birthday, before Charlene posted something and it was a shorter, but one compliment she said is like, I've, I'm the same person. Um, and I'm sure I've changed in certain aspects right. and we've grown right. and like, but like, do you feel that way in terms of you being the same, like the same person before? Like, yeah, your life's different. You've right. learned a lot of things, but do you think the show has uh, changed you that much or you're experiencing your, your, your life being a public figure mm -hmm. now that you're having uh, de de designing clothing lines in Macy's and yet you, versus the girl who was working at a chiropractor clinic? Right. I mean, I think that like my life has obviously changed. Yeah, and, your like, life has changed. It's totally changed. But at your I core. Think, yeah, at my core, I feel, I feel like I'm the exact same person. 
other than learning and growing in certain areas that I was maybe closed off to or like had just, you know, you're taught or you're raised a certain way and then you're kind of, you go through this path or move somewhere different and you see other people's points of views and you grow as a person. But um, the only thing that's really changed is that before The Bachelor, I never had any sort of like confidence issues and I think with social media mm-hmm. and having to like put myself out there and like take photos all the time, um, I've noticed I used to post what I, I didn't do any editing. I just write whatever the photo was when I took it. It was uploaded. And um, that's changed. You know, you're like, so you nitpick everything about yourself. I mean, I do. I don't know if everyone does. I, I think that's that's I think that is a. a a disease like that happens to, well, I think that's happened to everyone with social, social media. Yeah. I think it happens in a more heightened version with, you know, people who mm-hmm. uh, have any type of social media presence. But I talked about this with, with when Ashley, I was a guest on the live show is that sure. Yeah. You have a following. I have a following mm-hmm. people in Bachelor Nation have a following, but when you pull people and we, it was a live show, everyone has the same feeling mm-hmm. when it comes to social media. It's all yeah. relative at this. Everyone, when we pulled the audience had the same reaction to like when, what time of day they post versus oh. like the engagement. Like if a, if a, if a post performs better than uh, one that doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then the, the thought that goes into that and the entire audience had the literally same reaction that Ashley and I have, or that you have yeah. just described and it, it's all relative, you know, because yeah. when you first went on Christmas season, you had what, I don't know, 200, 300, 400,000 followers, yeah. whatever. Is it any different now that you have one point whatever million followers? It's the same stress and anxiety. I, but see, I don't feel when I just had the following before Instagram, before I went on the show, I didn't. I wasn't. I, I just would take a self. I'd pay, maybe take three selfies, choose one of the three. Now it's like. I'm talking about once you like, I'm talking now once social media has become what it is. Now that like your average, you know, the anyone in the street who has a thousand followers, they know what engagement rate means. They know what brand means. They know like, yeah, I guess you're right. I think social media has like the way we talk about it, whether you have a following or not has changed our kind of our perspective on how we value and judge ourselves. Yeah. It's mean. We're mean to ourselves. (laughs) We are. We're like... No, you don't look good enough in that. You can't post it for people to see. It's like not, it's not nice. There isn't a person <laughs> yesterday who posted a picture for mental health day who has a social media following uh-huh. and it didn't affect their mental health in a negative way once they posted the picture. Negative? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Like if you posted a picture on mental health uh-huh. and you posted a picture of yourself, I'm assuming, or you didn't, whatever the post was, and you thought of a caption and you put some thought into it, and then you go out there and then either people like it or comment or they don't like it. And there isn't a person who probably didn't get the reaction that they, that they might not even admit it, but everyone who posts, I don't care who you are, will go and look to see how it's performing. Yeah. And everyone. And it probably definitely affected their mental health in a One negative way. way. Or, One, or, or positive. Could be positive. Could yeah. be po- it could have outperformed and you felt good about yourself, but like putting value in that is is dangerous it's and i mean so i do i i'm as just guilty as anyone i mean yeah we all do yeah i like seeing like jason posted about it and i was so surprised because he does look like he has all his shit together so well but it's it's i think it was good ultimately i think it's great that he did that but what i'm saying is you know i saw that post i like the jason? post. J- caitlin's jason oh Tartic. yeah Tartic. 
-hmm. But like, I don't know. I guarantee you he looked at the performance of that post and one way or the other, it affected him in mental health. He had a thought, right? Oh, yeah. Just guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't. If he said he didn't, then he would be the only one in Bachelor Nation who it doesn't affect. Do you know how stressful it is to post like an ad Instagram? Oh, I can And just imagine. watching how low yes. <laughs> you're like. Except for the Charmin one. That one killed. That one crushed it. I was so pleased. But also, I think it's, I get so stressed out for the brain. I'm like. Yeah, you want people, to. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want your money back? <laughs> yeah, I literally sometimes want to be like, do you just, you want to take half? We'll call it a deal. I get you probably weren't impressed. Okay, I'm going to sound really dumb right now, but I thought you were a nurse. <laughs> I swear I thought you were a nurse. I was like, wow, she's really doing it all. That's. Because you're scrubbing in, because your podcast and you're in scrubs. I'm surprised that I actually knew not only that she wasn't a nurse, but it was because of how much she loves Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. So the podcast. <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna. I'm going to record the scrubbing in after this, and Tanya's gonna be thrilled to know this. This is like our dream. Really? To be acknowledged in the medical field. Yeah. I'm like, though- wow. I bet she's a great nurse. Talk about social media deceiving. <laughs> there is nobility in certain professions. We t- yeah. We had a we did a photo shoot like for the podcast logo in our yeah. scrubs, and then we went and had lunch. And the respect that we got in those scrubs was no, next level. Like everyone held the door open for us. It was like the the you could feel the energy was like thank you for your services. <laughs> yeah. When I when I grew, when I was an accountant then in sales, what do you do? Well, I'm in sales. Huh. Okay. Uh, that was generally the reaction I, I got. I literally there was like never of a huh. Really? Tell me more about that. Uh, I get that a little bit more with, with natural habits. I don't get it so much. Like the podcast is interesting when people ask me because podcast is one of those things that everyone's doing so much. So like to say yeah. you have a podcast, if they don't know of your podcast, people are like, huh, yeah, of course you do. Uh, versus <laughs> like, and if, if people listen to your podcast, it might be different, but it's still not. Yeah. We're, we're growing. You want to hear a good story about podcasts? So we were at the children's hospital. They do a prom every year in Orange County. And Tanya and I go, um, we've been the last three years, I think. And um, we went down there and every year they have like celebrities come so the kids can meet them. And like these proms are like next level. And um, so two of the actresses from Grey's Anatomy were there. And Tanya and I are like, we're freaking out. And Tony's like, we have to say something like we just need to let them know that we have a podcast based on Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, OK, well, you lead the way. I'm like, too, you know, it's too intimidated. And um, so she goes up. And so then we're talking, we introduce ourselves and we're like, we have a podcast. And then it kind of dawned on me that maybe they thought we were like patients and they're probably like, oh, these girls do podcasts from like their room or whatever. Like they had no idea that we had like you know, a people's choice award-winning podcast. <laughs> and um, so in Sarah Drew, who played April Kepner on the show, ended up coming on the podcast. And I was like, were you just so confused when we bombarded you? And she's like, I-, I don't even think she remembered us, but it was kind of humil. Like we walked away kind of like, oh. <laughs> Some of the, there's one actress, Camille. Cam- Camila. She's a huge Bachelor fan. Yeah, she's a, she loves you, I feel She's like. a massive Bachelor fan. Yeah. I met her at the... Um, um, we should have her on. Uh, yeah. You should. Um, the a, the ABC uh, upfronts or whatever, mm. one of those uh, networking events. She posted a photo with you. 
Like in the bathroom or something? He might have. Or was that iHeart? Jingle Ball? I don't know, but she's a big Bachelor fan. Very nice. I just remember seeing I was very jealous. So, Becca, we have this game before okay. we send you off called Do You Know Me? Okay. We're big believers in this show that, especially in dating situations or um, in any situation, uh, small questions lead to great conversations. Oh, I lo- yeah, I agree. Um, and something, you know, even I work on the small talk. So that way, you know, when I'm not uh, talking to someone, I do that. I'd have this weird feeling of being like, just, I, I'm not, it's not that I'm not interested. I'm sorry for making you feel like I'm not interested in what you have to say. <laughs> and now we have to mend fences. <laughs> So anyways, Rochelle and I are going to try to de- decide who, who knows Becca Tilly better. Okay, so how does this work? Well, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Or actually, I'm going to ask a question. Mm-hmm. It's not even going to be directly to you. It's mm-hmm. almost going to sound like we're talking about you. Okay. You're not going to answer immediately. We're going to guess. guess. Oh, okay. And then after each one, you will tell us the truth. And if there's a follow-up thing you want to share or a relatable story, great. great. <laughs> First question. Has Becca gotten a tattoo in the past well two i'll say two years does becca have a tattoo i know i'm not seeing any from here i don't think becca has a tattoo i think she's got a sensible like outline of a flower on her like small of her back yeah or on like her hip bone not the small of her back i'm offended by the small no like on her (laughs) hip bone like something i I meant i meant like yeah I didn't mean it. I didn't, I didn't mean it. <laughs> not a tramp. No, definitely. You you definitely wouldn't get a, a, a tramp stamp. And, and I, I'm not judging any. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Anxiety. I don't think Becca. Same, has, I, I don't felt think Becca. Has I do. I do. Becca has no tattoos. What is the answer? Okay. So this is so embarrassing. I have two tattoos. Yes. But like I. I, you literally cannot see one of them anymore. Are I got they them black in very light? light pink. No, very light pink. Cute. Um, one was it looked like a lipstick kiss. It was inspired by Britney Spears. Yes. Um, and my sister and I got it together. And how it's old were you? Gone twenty, I think. Nice. And then I have a tiny little Jesus fish that's literally half an inch, and you can barely see it. So that's my. You wanted to make a statement, but not a big one. <laughs> not too loud. Statement, but not too that's loud. So Becca Tilly of you. I know. <laughs> I want to get a tattoo, but I don't want to offend anyone, so I'm just so no one can see it's it. Is that not just the epitome of my personality <laughs> and my tattoos? Are you wow. still religious? Yeah, I'm. So I am definitely religious, but I noticed, you know, sometimes Christians can be like the meanest. You know, like sometimes they're not exactly Christ-like, which is what a Christian's supposed to be. So, um, but yeah, I'm definitely still. I get scared of like religion because yeah. it has such a bad connotation and also causes so much hate and tension mm, like don't. politics shame but um i believe in god i have a relationship with god so it's very por- important in my life but um it does it is like one of those things that also causes controversy but something i like stand up for and believe in we talk about a lot it's a it's an ongoing struggle what religion, religion. yeah yeah all right one nothing Rochelle. Yes. Off to an early yeah. lead. This is rare. It is. <laughs> I almost just didn't admit it because yeah, they're I'm so, so glad you did. They're so pathetic, but uh, Rochelle chose these questions. Um, they're great questions, okay. but I, I feel more comfortable saying you. <laughs> yes. Oh. You, yeah. They get a little them. racy. Uh, has Becca ever been walked in while having sex? I'm going to augment this question. Okay. Because I don't want to, but you know, anything sexual. 
Have Becca till has Becca ever been walked in doing anything? Any sort of hooking up? Any type of hooking up? Any type of sexual activity? Okay, not necessarily intercourse. What's yours? I my gut wants to say no, but I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say she's had an awkward, <gasps> yeah. yeah, an awkward kind of situation while. How, while doing while I'm attempting saying, the hook. no i'm saying the doors are bolted shut she makes very sure Safe. yeah that's, <laughs> very you're probably safe, right quiet you're probably right. Safe i'm regretting i'm regretting my choice but i'm gonna stick with it what's the answer i have been oh yes <laughs> i won't elaborate but okay. i have been. good job all right all right has but Becca, after that it was bolt the doors yeah. bolted. <laughs> never again yeah. has becca ever given a lap dance of any kind, not necessarily sexual in nature, maybe a playful one. Ooh. I don't know what that would look like, <laughs> but hey, maybe she was drunk. Like at a bachelorette party. Sure. Yeah. Has Becca ever given a lap dance? Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. I mean, with a body like that, how could you not? <laughs> God, Riley. <laughs> I'm really glad I pointed out that uh, Rochelle <laughs> took these questions. Um, I have not. Mm. I'm... I don't consider myself to have like amazing rhythm. Yeah. So to be honest, it I'm like maybe when I was drunk it could have happened. I'm the I'm my best dancer when I'm drunk, <laughs> as we all are. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not my go to move. Okay. Yeah. Two nothing. <laughs> no, two, two one. one. Two God. one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Does Becca use a camera? Other than her phone. And when I say use, I mean she uses, owns, not she outsources a professional photographer. Right. She owns. I think, yes. I think, I feel like you, you're very skilled in lots of different things. You probably know how to do photography. Nick? Hmm. Tough call. Tough call. Phones have great cameras nowadays. They do. I'm going to say yes as well. Okay. And I'm going to say because she owns uh, one of those like Polaroid. Mm. She's used a Polaroid. I used to have a camera I used for a lot, but I haven't used it in a while. But it's so still I in only, your closet? Actually, my friend has it, so I really haven't had it. So I really only use my phone. Okay. So no, we picked the same one. We we're both like right and wrong at yeah. the same time. Okay. <laughs> it's a wash. Has Becca seen someone naked in the past Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Other than herself. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed. Good for you. <laughs> and you? And you, Nick? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's great, too. Uh, is Becca currently carrying more than $20 in cash in their wallet? I know I'm not. I'm going to say no. Yes. Yes, I am. Woo! What's it for? I went to the ATM. You carry cash? Mm -hmm. I like to have cash for valet and like... Nice person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And tips. I mean, yeah, the tips. But like with technology more and more, I carry less and less cash. It's always... Oh, yeah. And like every time I pull out cash out of the ATM for things like valets or tips or things like that. I mean, it's, it's like a... It's good and bad. I generally lose it. But when I don't, I will find like $80 in a pocket yeah. like a month later. It's a and thrill. Like, wow, what a win. And like, so when I get my nails done, I can only tip in cash. Right. So, and they have an ATM there. So I'll always get like, you know, cash yes. out. And it lasts for a while because I don't, I only use it for like 
tips and valets. That's what it was. It's for her nails. Do you think cash will ever not exist? Yeah. I love cash. It's fun to have it. I know, but do you think it'll ever... How are they going to... You can't go to a strip club and hit like Venmo. I just feel like at some... (laughs) Venmo to the one in the pink. Apple Pay. Actually, you probably will, but that's the thing. And we were almost there, but at some point, cash will only be used for for what is considered like like syntax kind of thing. You know, the things that you don't want people to know, you do. Other than that, we oh, will... Oh, you mean like under the table stuff so that it can't be traced. That, that yeah. will be the only reason we use cash. Well, then it's never going away. Yeah. It's a lot of shady stuff. <laughs> Does that say something about me that I rarely carry cash? That, I, that I'm not you're trying not to... You're not very ha- forward thinking. That says that yeah. it's not less less about me not trying to hide things and more about that I'm not a planner. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's probably, true. probably true. I didn't even think about like your honesty or integrity. I was just like, he ain't prepared. Like, he, yeah, probably true. <laughs> just trying to throw myself a bone, but you called me out. Uh, is Becca? Oh, that's the same question. Mm-hmm. Can Becca recite a poem? Any poem, and not mean one you wrote. I mean a poem. You know, like the Raven. Uh, Rochelle picked this one because she definitely can recite at least five. She's like oh, ready to show us. No. She like wanted to show up herself. My grandpa used to always recite poems. He was a very funny little man. Can you? I'm going to say no. Yes, she can. Roses are red. Yes. Violets I are red. I guess. Blue. I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> First of all, I was like, I'm dumb. I can't do it. I guess I'm dumber for not realizing I could. <laughs> if but you could if, recite um, The Raven, that would be impressive. Yeah. Or like, what's the Nevermore. one? Nevermore. I carry your I carry your heart. I carry my heart. Oh. Oh, it's from a movie. Mm. I thought it was famous. Actually, you probably... Well, would you... A poem. So like, uh, scenes from a movie wouldn't count? Because I feel like you, you can like quote a lot of movies i'm not a huge movie quoter but i know lyrics like i know if i hear a song like three times i can i know like oh do you think it's safe to generalize and say more men are better at movie quoting and more women are better at reciting lines from songs that would be fair i I feel like movie quotes were like most guys personalities right in like middle growing school, up that's all they that's all know. we did i want to be funny i'll just quote this uh-huh. funny movie no to- I like, was mo- like- growing up we i quoted like guys would quote movies yeah. and i would very poorly like was reciting lines but a lot of my women friends would like we did not do that yeah but caitlin bristow i thought she was so cool in christmas season because she like knew all the funny movie quotes she, uh, uh, yes I, uh, and and ashley i knows a bunch of movie quotes too mm. word by word last question is Becca in the Mile High Club? Absolutely not. <laughs> I feel like she's been on a private jet sometime and it's gone down. So, Becca has yes. been on a PJ for sure. Yeah, she's got a BJ on I PJ. Have... <laughs> I didn't get a BJ. <laughs> uh, why are you blowing down there? <laughs> That is not productive. I don't think you're, you're supposed to do that. Uh, I'm still going to say no. Yes. No. Ah, that would have been cool. And the fact that she was so immediately offended by the fact that I said absolutely not only <laughs> proved to me that she definitely <laughs> she had not. Yeah. Because it was like, fuck yeah, I know. Why am I so obvious? 
I've, I'm not. Well, are you? Definitely not. Are you? No. I mean, unless I've never in, been on literally a, unless you're on a private, private jet, jet, it's really tough. Those bathrooms are not made for two people to do activities. Right. First of all, yes, it's totally not sexy. true. It smells horrible. It's not sexy. It's not easy. It's a great way to like get in some serious trouble. Yeah. So like, what is the upside of fucking in a commercial airline? I don't know. So I, that when someone asks if you're in the mile high club, that's you say literally yes. it. <laughs> do hand jobs count? Like seat next to you. That could count. No, I would count like that. Fair, yeah. Have you given a tuggy? No, 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 no. I haven't. That counts. <laughs> I have also not done that. A tuggy. Given a tuggy. I've definitely not given a tuggy. That would be str- uh, I don't even know. It would be so stressful of people walking by. I don't know. It would be easier for a guy to put his hands down her pants without it being noticeable. Right. I've also not done that. I don't think so. <laughs> the angles, you, no. The angles, but if you had a blanket, you could you could do a lot by doing a little. Okay. I'm just saying. You, it doesn't require more as much motion. I'm interested, though, if the Mile High Club considers uh, if it's only like, act, you know, sexual intercourse. Yeah. If we were talking with people who are part of this yeah, we would. club, but they'd be like, fucking no, rookie. We're, we're such losers not in the club. A hand job? What are you, a fucking amateur? <laughs> I fuck in the air. <laughs> That's quotable. That's the title of this podcast. <laughs> I, f- I fuck sky high. Oh no! I'm still having. I'm still stressed out that I'm in a feud with Miley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's you are. Can since, I'm not in a feud. She's let's, gonna come okay. after you. She's got a lot of money. She's be honest. Fans. Oh my god. Be honest. All of us. I mean, I'm not. She should do whatever she wants, but like, she's going through some shit. I mean, this whole like, she's right. She's well, like she's clearly not out of a sure. long marriage. I mean, of course she is. I but think. she's like definitely acting out in a way. Don't you think? I, I don't know. I feel like she's been, she was with Liam for so long that she's probably like, I haven't even gotten to do that. Like, I haven't even, as an adult, gotten to have this experience. I get that, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm oh. talking about, she's so obvious about it. She's so public about it. And that's the part I'm saying. You, you, because I get it. Like, she could be doing all this and no one would know, sh- could know shit. Uh-huh. And, but I feel like that's more or less her choice. Although, I almost feel like, the paparazzi photos came out and then she addressed it and was kind of like, well, people saw us kissing. So I don't follow her. And so again, I, I don't think that's bad, but from what I understand, so correct me if I'm wrong, she's been putting some stuff on her social and she's been open about it. Yeah. Which again is fine, but it seems like is she's, it's not at, she's a smart person. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So she's, doing it for the reaction and we do things when to get reactions can't comment on i've already said it yeah <laughs> can't have any more articles <laughs> becca tilly hates smiley Cyrus. who wrote that article i need uh, to dm her and say please stop the feuding oh listen sometimes we complain about the things that we can control i guess is my point and maybe Miley can control the things that are frustrating her. Miley, Miley does what Miley wants, yeah, and she should, and she should. Hey, listen, <laughs> she should just be Miley. She's just being Wrecking Miley. Ball and uh, the uh, what the All American song, Party in the USA. Party in the USA, <laughs> phenomenal song. I yeah. fucking love them. Every time they come on, my hips can't not. Move. <laughs> I'm just saying. Becca, uh, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm so honored. It's such to be a pleasure. Um, where can people find you? You can listen to my podcast, Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, my Instagram at Becca Tilly, Twitter, which 
not as active as I once was. You were pretty active. I've stepped it up a little bit more. You were always very dedicated, and I was always I like, know. "Oh, good for you." And it's my it's one of my favorite apps. I'm just not as yeah. I linger. I'm a linger. But and Twitter's Becca Tilly Five. Where can people dress like you? Um, Macy's dot com. Thank you. <laughs> um, Macy's dot com and. And then we're in over 400 Macy's stores. So if they want to go shop, can go in store. Becca is in 400 Congratulations. Macy's Congratulations. That's <laughs> impressive. You. That's something you should be very proud of. Thank I'm you. proud for you. It's Thank really you. Cool. I'm, 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 uh, I haven't figured out whether it's better to be envious or jealous or whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm not necessarily both, but I think it's just really neat. Thank you. It's really cool. Thanks That's so really much. That's so nice. Uh, thanks so much for coming, Becca. Always a pleasure to hang and chat, chat with you. And I'm glad that we've come such a long way. We really have. Uh, the fact that we had an hour and a half conversation just now and it was like... It was pleasant for me. I don't know how it was for I you, but I had a great time. <laughs> quite enjoyed it. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. If well, I didn't say I did, would you be wondering? If I, I would had? just walk out being like, he hates me. <laughs> Do Why? I, like I hate you? No, but if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't answer, yeah, yeah that's like, a dick move. That's how but I never do that. You never do what? Not. I See that? Yeah. I don't not. I'm just saying if I was like, it was very pleasant for me and you're like, <laughs> I'd be like, cool. I got to go <laughs> launch myself out the window. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I hope the people listening loved it too. They'll be the ones to let us know. The, you, you know, they will let us know what they like and yeah. what they didn't like. We'll have to have you back soon too. I love you, Miley Cyrus and I her fans. Too, <laughs> I love you, Miley. Come at me, bro. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right, I think we have to end there. All right, we have to go. All right, Becca, thanks so much. Uh, as always, guys, thanks for listening. We love you. Uh, don't forget to rate us five stars on iTunes. We're coming close to 10,000. Maybe time, by the time this comes out, I really want to get to 10,000 reviews. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, what are you at right now? 9,000 and something. Come on, people. Come on. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Uh, right. Don't forget to ask, send in your questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Cast with a K for our Ask Nick episodes on Monday. If you ever want to come back and answer questions with us, yeah. well, we can do that. Perfect. Ideal. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.